This is Stay Paid, a sales and marketing podcast on a mission to help you close more deals and retain more business. Okay, we're starting off with a bang. Cheers. All right. Cheers. 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 Are we cheers? cheers. This is this is the start of the video. Yep. Yeah, I mean, whatever. It, it can be. Happy Cinco de Mayo. Happy Cinco de Mayo. <laughs> no countdown cheers. on this one. Cheers. Cheers, Ariel. Cheers. Mm-hmm. Ariel. You took a sip without cheersing us. I did it a second ago. Oh, it's got ice in it, so we're going to be crunching. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you guys just heard me slurp on the podcast. Yeah. Nice. Well, welcome to a special episode, I guess, special-ish ep- episode. Episode. Oh, my word. <laughs> Takes one drink. Hey, we, he's <laughs> only had one sip of the margarita. For those that are not <laughs> tuning in on YouTube, we are drinking margaritas because it is yeah. Cinco de Mayo. It happy Cinco, Cinco de, de Mayo, Mayo, everyone. Yes. Happy Cinco de Mayo, everybody. We, we, and it's only... 8 a.m. in the morning. It's only 8 a.m. We <laughs> have often we have often talked about like you know St. Patrick's like hey we should have had like a beer or the, like different holidays hey we should have like a yep. beer just to loosen up have a fun silver dollar we've never we done never it today have. we said you know what we're doing it and Dave Taking made us these margaritas the which are great but man does he love salt there's a lot <laughs> of salt on that room I'm not complaining it's great so this is uh this episode is not about Cinco de Mayo, but we are doing a little fun uh, theme. So we're going to do a five and five for five five. So we're going to talk about effective meetings today. I think everybody has yeah. had the experience. We've all seen the memes of like death that, by meeting. That meeting could have been an email, or yeah. thanks another meeting that could have been an email, which is so true. And so many people fall into this uh, this trap. And you were saying the other day how like. This is the kind of stuff you're even talking with your brother about who leads a real estate team. Yeah, correct. Right, a team of people. And even if you're not leading a team, meaning you have multiple agents on your team, you might have people that work for you. You might have uh, uh, creators or things, uh, contractors. Or you might host a networking event or whatever. You might be hosting a networking event. So it's really, really important to kind of understand not only how to lead an effective meeting, which Luke is going to go over five different ideas on how to lead an effective meeting. And then we're going to talk about how to be effective in meetings, even as a participant. So we'll kind of do five, how to lead and five, how to be uh, a good meeting. I've had a lot of experience with meetings. And I've been in a lot of bad ones that I've run, <laughs> unfortunately, a lot of bad ones. But I've been in some good ones, too. And here's the golden rule. The golden rule is Jeff Bezos has the pizza rule, mm-hmm. right? Where it's like, don't have a meeting over the amount of people you can feed with one pizza or whatever. Don't have that many people in the meeting. Wow, right? what is that? Ours eight? is the margarita Six people? rule. <laughs> don't have a meeting without a margarita. Cheers, everybody. Cheers. 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 All right, so number one, and Luke, this is one that you're going to go over. I'll give you a chance to swallow there. But your first tip <laughs> is to have is to have an agenda. Yeah, sorry, guys. I'm just loving this margarita. Okay, yeah, so number one thing or pain point of a meeting is that you waste time because you don't actually get out of the meeting what you were hoping to get out of it. It's not effective, and we'll talk about how you actually get stuff done from a meeting and one of the tips. But the number one thing you can do in order to have an effective meeting is actually be prepared. And to prepare, you should actually put together an agenda. In fact, you probably shouldn't run, and this is really a challenge to ourselves. you probably shouldn't allow meetings to happen within your organization if there hasn't been an agenda set. And that agenda should define what is the expectation of this meeting, what we're going to cover, and what we want the outcome to be. Yeah, no, 100%. I think that um, the like the biggest trap that this falls into or, or is likely to f- happen is like recurring meetings where you have like a weekly recurring meeting or like a daily stand yes. up or something like that because it's it's one of those things where you have to touch base or else the project starts to fall apart. But also whenever it's recurring, you don't really think about setting a meeting. Therefore, you don't really think about having the agenda. So having 
a set agenda for each meeting, or at least an outline of what will be covered in each. It causes you of the to meeting. prepare. The other thing I would say from that, just from the you know meeting attendee standpoint, obviously, is the same thing that you said, which is come prepared. If there is an agenda being published, make sure that you are reading it beforehand. If there's not an agenda, suggest an agenda be published so that you can come prepared for the meeting. And then know if you're going to have to speak or give a report or give an update on something, make sure that you're pulling that well before five minutes before the meeting. Schedule even a pre-meeting time in for yourself so that you have time to prepare and get ready for that meeting. And then the other thing that I would just say as it relates to sort of this idea of being prepared is listen to what is being said, Mm. especially now when we're all on meetings with a computer screen in front of us, it is so easy to get distracted and start doing other tasks. Next thing you know, someone directs a question at you and you have to go, I'm sorry, what, what did you, what did you ask? Yeah, no, a hundred percent. And then it really leads to the next tip that I would give to people, which is in order to have a great agenda, you have to have a leader of that meeting. And you know, you say death by meetings, there's death by committee. In so many meetings, they have a committee feel where everybody's coming together because maybe there isn't a leader from the actual hierarchy standpoint Mm -hmm. of like everybody's the same from a title perspective or peers or whatever it is, but you still need someone who's their job is they run that meeting. This is their meeting to own. So they're the one that is directing and putting together the agenda. They're the one that's leading the discussion. And one of the number one jobs of a leader within a meeting, which is shame on me because I'm probably the worst at this, is the meeting should start on time and end on time yeah. because that's a respect you know, shown to the people who are attending. And it also shows the seriousness. Yeah. So one of the problems we struggle with at Reminder Media is our meetings don't have a serious feel to them. Right. And I'm not talking about like serious, like suit and tie. I'm talking about serious of like the content we're actually trying to accomplish something because people show up five minutes late yeah. and then there's just, it gets started three minutes past or it goes 15 minutes over. And so you have to have a leader that is keeping pace and driving the agenda yeah. and driving everything. Another tip to have there is to designate someone on your team, especially if it's a large meeting to be like the timekeeper, because if you've got your agenda blocked off or you've got 15 minutes for each section, it's their responsibility to say, okay, we've hit, we're two minutes away from the 15 minute yeah, mark. Time we've got to wrap on. this up to move on to the next one. I would say sort of um, the inverse of that or, or from a participant standpoint is even though you might not be the leader, don't be afraid to speak up. So I think that's one of the things that happens as meeting is people don't speak up probably one Great because point. they're not prepared, which goes back to the other point. The other one is making sure that you're uh, asking questions clarifying questions so that you understand what you are to be getting out of this meeting and taking away from that. And if you're having trouble with speaking up in meetings, this is something that I've struggled with my entire career. I struggle with it today. Uh, Keep in mind, if you commit to speaking early, so this is kind of challenge some of those introverts out there, but if you commit to speaking up early, it builds your confidence early in the meeting rather than waiting 30 minutes into the meeting, 20 minutes into the meeting before saying something uh, for the first time. That's a great point of like, I think about our senior leadership meetings. And one of the things I challenged myself to do probably about a year ago at this point is speak less yeah. in the senior leadership meetings because I was getting so frustrated that there wasn't good, healthy conflict or good discussion. And then I had to hold the mirror up and go, well, maybe it's because you are, can't get, you're not giving people room to breathe. And I did notice that if I, I would hold and I'd be like, I can't believe someone's not saying something. I, I can't believe someone's not saying I've something. I observed you doing and, this. I knew, I know that that's about what you're doing. Yeah. And I literally am like in my brain going, why is someone not? Talking? And then all of a sudden people do, they come out of their shell and they start talking and then you have good discussion that happens. So the leader has to also know no, not 
or know when not to talk. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, because that's critical. All right, number three. All right. Do you remember number three? three. <laughs> you don't have notes in front of you. I'm impressed that you're no, doing this. Yep. I have no notes in front of me. So God knows what's going to happen. Just the margarita. So he, that's yeah. all you need. Here's no the notes. thing. So you got to have an agenda. You got to have a leader to drive it, but you got to have the right stakeholders in the room. So, so often you'll walk into a meeting and you'll be discussing something and you'll realize nobody in this meeting actually can get anything done with this problem. So this happens a lot of times when you have infrastructure and IT and you have marketing and then you have sales and you have sales and marketing having a meeting, but to get anything done, they actually need IT or you have IT doing something on a product, but to get the actual product done, they actually need the marketing people who are to have designed the product. So it's like one of those things of, do you have the right stakeholders in that meeting? meeting and not too many. Yeah. Not yeah. too many stakeholders in that. Yeah. Meeting. So critical. I would say the inverse of that for being an attendant is to know if you need to be in the meeting, like really, truly assess it. Don't assume that you are supposed to be in that meeting just because you were invited to that meeting. Assess the meeting yourself. Ask yourself these questions. Did I say anything during that meeting? Did anyone ask me any questions during that meeting? And then I think most importantly, something we'll talk about in point five is, did I walk away with any action items? If you find yourself sitting in meeting after meeting or recurring meeting like that, and you're not speaking, you're not reporting on anything, you're not asking any questions, and you're personally not walking away with any information or action items that you need to do, then that is a chance to speak up. If it's your boss who set the meeting, go speak to your manager and make sure that, you know, hey, here's my perspective on this meeting. Do you really need me in this meeting? I would say nine times out of 10, a boss would be thrilled to hear, yes. like, yeah, I don't need you to waste your time Agreed. in this meeting. You can sit out of this one. If we ever need you on a specific project, we'll call you in yep. ad hoc. There's nothing that frustrates, I shouldn't say this, but one of the things that frustrates, frustrates <laughs> me, man, Margarita. these margaritas are getting to me, guys. Now, what frustrates me so much is getting on a meeting and there's 10 or 12 people there. And I can't help but go, all right, well, this is the hourly rate of probably everybody <laughs> average in this room. Let me times this by an hour and go, wow, we just spent 1500 bucks. People do that. And we didn't get anything Le done. Leaders know? schedule meetings like that when they don't know who is doing what. It's why those types of meetings get scheduled because they're not sure. They're just hoping that anybody can help them. Point. So it also speaks to, again, we're going to point to, we're going to have a mirror up on each one of these things. And it also speaks to the attendees of the meeting to make sure that if you are the one that should be working on this, that you're speaking up, taking ownership of it so that there's no lack of clarity in terms of uh, what value or what, why you're, why you're on that meeting. Yep. All right. Um, number four. Yep. Number four tip would be um, the length of time the meeting should be. Um, I always think the shorter, the better. So if you can execute on 15 minutes, 15 minute meetings, fantastic. That would be amazing because you're in, you basically go wham, bam. Thank you, man. These are the points we got to cover and we're out. 30 minutes to an hour. I would not go over an hour unless you literally have developed in your agenda brainstorming time. Mm. So then you don't want to stop the flow of the conversation or stop the flow of what you're discussing, discussing, but I would not go over an hour because the brain gets fatigued and the decisions you make after an hour are poor decisions. And any meeting that lasts longer than an hour, why are you having that meeting? Yeah. I can't remember what CEO had a rule. There was, I know some CEO had a rule like no more than eight minute meetings or Jeez. something like that. <laughs> would be fantastic. That's a high performance CEO, I guess. I would say in the inverse of that, and, and this is a pretty basic one, this is basic etiquette, is to show up on time. If you're meeting in person, yeah. um, show up early. Be in the conference room early ahead of time, five minutes ahead of time. Be there, be prepared. That way when that clock hand strikes the hour, we're ready to go. There is no waiting That's around. You're saving time on the front end and the back end on that. And then, and then if you're in virtual, 
obviously make sure you don't, you might, you don't have to get on like five minutes early. I think that that's kind of awkward to be sitting there by yourself five minutes early. <laughs> There's some opportunity for chit chat though. If, if other people are getting on early, get the chit chat out of the way. Yeah, get right? a little so bit the of bonding. Start on time. Um, but make sure that you have the link to the meeting. So if this isn't maybe a recurring meeting for you, make sure you check 15 minutes ahead of time that you do have the link. It's the correct link and that you're prepared for that way for like a virtual meeting. Yeah. No. I'd- Oh, yeah. No, I was just going to say, I would actually make the comment that I actually don't mind chit chat. I think it's more important that um, that it's starting and ending on time from the perspective of honoring people's time. So even if you have the first five minutes being catch up, people joking about something, I actually think that's a good cultural thing. Yeah. Only because, especially in our reality of virtual, you never see any people anymore in the office. So that's your time to catch up with people and feel like you're part of something. But as long as you're honoring the overall length of time yeah. for people. Number five. Number five, probably the most important is a meeting must have action items. And one of the greatest exercises you can do was an exercise we learned from Patrick Liasoni, Liachoni, something like that. Yeah. Lianciani, something, I don't know. Lenciani. Lenciani, there we go. So that guy, he wrote a bunch of books, <laughs> The Advantage, Five Dysfunctions of a Team, um, politics and silos, like incredible books for business leaders. You should read them. Um, But one of the things he talked about in the advantage was doing a clarity exercise at the end of every meeting, which basically means if Gabriel, Ariel, Josh, and I are meeting here at the end of the meeting, we would have basically people recite back who's taking what, what did we talk about? And what are the action items that came from it? I would add to that, then follow that up with an email or a team Slack chat that basically goes, I mean, you did this today in our Facebook ads meeting. Mm. It's like, this is what Josh is doing. This is what Dan's doing. This is what Ethan's doing, right? And so now everybody has complete clarity of what we accomplished in that meeting and, and when what we need to, to do. Done. Yes. Right. So I would say the inverse of that, obviously, is that being a good meeting attendant is going to be commit to completing your action items. And I know that that sounds simple and I know that it sounds basic, but it is so often not done. When was the last time that you saw a recurring meeting pop up on your calendar and you go, oh crap, this meeting's <laughs> in 15 minutes. And you go look at what the notes were from the last meeting and you go, oh shoot, I was supposed to do that ahead of time. Yep. So that you're going to kill yourself if you don't commit to completing your action items as soon as possible. Uh, one tip here that I have actually used in the past, I don't use it all the time. I actually wish I would use it more, is to schedule time after the meeting, immediately after the meeting to work on your agenda items. It's when they're freshest. It's when they're top of mind. If you've got calendar time booked out on your calendar, then no one else can take that over and you can stay focused on it uh, because it is so easy to look at a meeting, come away feeling great about it, and then revisiting those tasks you know, five days later and go, man, what were we talking about again? So the quicker that you can get to those action items, the better you'll be and the better meeting participant you will be. I love that. One of my friends who owns a company, he he's a, a CEO and he practices something called like the 515. And what he has in his one-on-ones that he does with people are meetings. He basically goes, you should prepare an update or some type of um, agenda slash update for people that takes no longer than 15 minutes for you to do and no longer for five minutes for them to read and get. And I was like, oh, that's such a good tactical thing of going after every meeting. Like, can you imagine after all of our meetings, it's just like, hey, here's the 15, I spent 15 minutes, but here's the five minutes update. So where we're at, it'd be so powerful. Love it. All right. Thank you so much for listening. You can head on over to statepaidpodcast.com for the show notes and the video of uh, Luke and I enjoying our margaritas in these fancy cactus glasses. So here's a little behind the scenes. (laughs) 
we used to have like an entire content production here at Reminder Media. We had a content team where we would uh, take photos of recipes yep. and videos of recipes and different crafts. And we used it for our blog posts and our publications and everything that our clients send out. So when we went virtual uh, after COVID, <laughs> we weren't coming in and making content anymore. So we have like uh, uh, shelves and shelves. Yeah. It feels like Ikea in the kitchen. You walk in and there's so many miscellaneous Yeah, there's all these different plates and glasses and cups. We have decorations from the different things. So we broke out, finally had a use in the last three years for a cactus. We might have to change stay paid to being like uh, happy hour stay paid. I like it. All right. If you are looking for ways to support the show and love this episode, there's two ways we ask you to do that. Head on over to Apple Podcasts, drop us a five-star review, let us know how we're doing. And the best way to help out the show is to tell a friend. In honor of Star Wars Day. So yesterday was May the 4th. May the 4th right? be so with May you. So May the 4th be with you. Uh, I've been holding on to these dad jokes <laughs> for literally a year because I'm like, I missed it last time. I was like, oh, I should pull Star Wars jokes. Let's do it. So you guys heard this one yesterday. So pretend to be, okay. pretend to be amazed. But <laughs> what did Yoda say when he saw himself in 4K? It's DMI. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you didn't do the voice last time. That added a whole different element. That, that is a great one. <laughs> what do you call a sword that doesn't weigh much? A lightsaber. That's an easy, it's <laughs> that a lightsaber. Was, that was, yeah, that was easy. All right, and the final one, and I will end the torture. What kind of car does a Jedi drive? I like this. A Toyota. <laughs> <laughs> Nice. <laughs> if you want to get a hold of me or Luke, you can email us at podcast at remindermedia.com. And of course, you can find us on Instagram. We're at Stay Paid Podcast. We're also on TikTok <laughs> at Stay Paid underscore podcast. For this episode of Stay Paid, I'm Joshua Stike. Guys, I'm Luke Acre. Your action item from this is practice the clarity exercise at the end of every meeting that you do. No matter who you meet with, I think that can be really applicable to really practice a clarity exercise of what we went over and what the actions items are, who owns them, and when are they going to be done. Remember, the difference between top producers and mediocre producers in every single business is top producers take action. Take action on that today. 